Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Contrast Project Lounge. I'm your host, Tracy Rigdon. I had initially was going to air a different episode along the same kind of topic. Division, hate, racism, bigotry, you know, the things that are rearing their ugly heads in our society right now. And I had already recorded an episode, remastered it a couple times, and, and, and then right on the heels, uh, preparing to upload it, more hatred, more violence has occurred in our country. And if, unless you've been living under a rock, you all know about the mass shooting in Colorado Springs at Club Q. As I've said before on several episodes, you know, I've, I've talked about the mass shootings and, and, and how ridiculous they are. This mass shooting was, of course, targeted to gay people. There was immense hatred in this young man's heart and, of course, some amount of derangement, of course. It, you, you have to be. Um, to walk into a nightclub and just start randomly firing at people because your assumption is that they are all gay. Similar to the deranged individual that rained lead on the people of the Pulse nightclub in Orlando in, past, in the past. And where does it stop? And, and who is to blame? Is, is there any one person to blame? Well, ultimately, of course, it is the young man that pulled the trigger. But there were so many forces at play beforehand. The man had been uh, arrested uh, before for a bomb threat and is related to an assemblyman in, in uh, California. And his records had been sealed from that episode. He's 22 years old, and, and, and my God, how much hate can you build up in 22 years of life? I mean, that much hate. You know, well, well, then you look at, you know, poster boy, Kyle Rittenhouse, of course, young guy, you know. And you think that uh, people have said that, you know, well, this is not politically driven. Well, of course it is. The, the, uh, the, the atmosphere that has been pushed and pushed and pushed on, on and I'm going to say it, the, the MAGA followers. And, and these people most certainly had a background with the MAGA bunch. Of course they did. They, they had materials. Uh, they, they were following. They, you know, similar to the events that occurred here a while back with Paul Pelosi being attacked. I heard so many people say, well, he's an immigrant. Well, he's a Canadian, yeah, and, and had an uh, illegal yellow card. Uh, but the fact remains is that he was a QAnon conspiracy theorist, um, a, a MAGA supporter. And, and yes, he followed that and posted that stuff on his social media page. 
So yes, his his hatred and his animosity was fueled by that. He had attempted, there was an attempt to uh, kidnap the Speaker of the House, and then he, you know, broke into the House. She wasn't there, and he beat the crap out of Paul. Uh, that was senseless, and you know, lock him up, baby. Uh, this guy. Uh, this young fellow, this 22-year-old young man, and you can look his name up. I don't care to even tell you what his name is. Um, he went into this nightclub, and, and you know, uh, unfortunately, five people died and many others were wounded. I recently saw uh, one of the individuals that was wounded. He was shot seven times and survived. You know, bless him. Uh, but... It could have been worse had it not been for a couple of people that stepped in. And, and we all know Mr. Fierro, uh, the uh, Army veteran who stepped in, pulled the gun away, and pummeled the guy to the ground. And then he was stomped on by one of the dancers in drag. Uh, kudos to both of them. They saved a lot of lives. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people uh, right now celebrating Mr. Fierro as the hero that didn't wear a cape that night. But he said in interviews with the news that uh, he just went into that mode where he had to protect his family. And on that night, in that given moment, his family was everyone in that room. <sighs> yes, the man is a hero. And so is that dancer, that drag performer. She, she was a hero, too. I haven't heard much about her in the news, but should definitely be mentioned. Now, there's no place for that kind of thing, and, and are we going to be able to stop it? We can certainly try. We can certainly try. Uh, but unfortunately, as long as the division in this country continues the way it does, and uh, Bobbert even you know, made some nasty remarks after the fact, so the GOP is, is going on this, you know, uh, you know, blaming the Biden administration for all this, uh, you know, for trying to build a country of inclusion. God forbid we include everybody that's a human being. But, uh, you know, that's just ridiculous. There's no logic to that. None at all. None whatsoever. And I, I, I if I had any power, I would denounce it. I don't. I'm, I'm just a guy talking into a microphone and and. Uh, you know, I love my fellow man. I've always been that way. And so, you know, going on from that, there's going to be plenty you're going to hear about that in the news, about the Colorado Springs shooting at Club Q. I'm going to go ahead and continue on the topic uh, that I had originally decided to do, and it was that of division. And I already mentioned uh, Paul Pelosi's attack. But uh, I wanted to talk... Uh, just a bit about the remarks, the anti-Semitic remarks that were made by the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Okay, Kanye did. He, he's made some comments and, and he's gone off on some tirades and people, you know, give or take, you know, take it for what it's worth. You know, some people have said that the man needs to be monitored and that kind of thing. And, and certainly uh, th there is this thing called free speech. And you can't go after someone if the speech has not actually incited any violence or caused the harm to any individual. Well, that's just legal, legal terminology, of course, because you know it fuels fires. So after that, uh, during the Florida-Georgia weekend in Jacksonville, Florida, 
on TIAA Bank Field's scoreboard in the backside of the building, someone, uh, some hate-filled group, um, anti-Semitic group, who obviously had resources and at least a little bit of tech savvy, projected the words, Kanye was right about the Jews on the scoreboard. And then, or just below the scoreboard. And then it again appeared on the top of one of the buildings in downtown Jacksonville. So the group has infiltrated our area. And so now I guess, I guess anti-Semites and other hate mongers have tech and resources and have money and all that, you know, just like the Proud Boys and all that shit. Um, these people are doing no good for society whatsoever. You know, they think that us, those of us that believe in inclusion, are, are the problem. No, sir. No, sir. You're the problem. You are the problem. You're the one that are hurting people. You're the one that are spewing the, the, the hateful words. And the very next day after this occurred, uh, one of the mayoral uh, candidates in Jacksonville, Florida, Donna Deegan, appeared in a press conference uh, with uh, Florida's agricultural commissioner, Nikki Freed to denounce all forms of hate, people of color, anti-Semitism, bigotry, uh, xenophobia, you know, all of that. It was a, it was an over, it was a blanketed, you know, uh, denouncement of hate groups. And kudos to both of them for doing so. Uh, in fact, they were probably uh, in the media quicker than anyone else in government. I, I didn't even see the mayor say anything until, uh, you know, much later. And Governor Ron DeSantis, didn't even speak to the camera. He spoke through his uh, press person with a copy and paste cookie cutter letter, you know, denouncing. And of course the denouncement was in there, but it was just so, so white bread, you know? I mean, just ridiculous. I, I for the life of me, I just don't know where this hate comes from. These people, well, I do, I do. Uh, the previous administration fueled up a whole new breed of hateful people who are not afraid to stand up and show their hate. Going forward on that subject, I'll tell you another incident that happened to me twice within oh, less than a week at a retail establishment. A white person, male, two different white males, two different occasions, in a public, public area with several people within earshot heard this person loudly use the n-word two different phrases for two different reasons one of them describing people that owned another retail establishment across the street who happened to be friends of mine and using and and i mentioned it to a friend of mine who is a black person, that I was, I was taken aback by it, that I was offended by it, and by no means, and I posted this, I, I by no means am a snowflake, you know. I'm just offended by people, white people, that use the N-word in any context, whatever it is. There was recently a high school student who was being offered a scholarship to a university, a sports scholarship, who used the N-word in a short rap video. And one of the scholarships was withdrawn. 
and my friend, you know, responded about that on his social media that, well, you know, you know, white people using that word, you know, you're going to face the backlash, basically, to paraphrase. And, and that's true. I, I don't think white people should use it. I mean, you know, as time goes on, there's a lot of things that uh, folks need to become culturally aware of. And, and one of those things, and this has been years and years and years, white folks don't be using the N-word in any shape or fashion. Not even any, not even in a joke. You know, it's just not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. Now, I know, I do know uh, some people of color, some black people that do use it occasionally or may use it in, you know, rap lyrics or that kind of thing and, and use it as a term of endearment. And I also know of uh, some black people that do not choose to use it. And I've seen uh, people post on social media that they prefer not to use it. It's unacceptable to them as well. So, you know, with that, I, I, I just want to remind people that uh, there, are, there are times uh, when we have to step up to the plate and take care of each other and, and, and watch out for this kind of stuff. Be careful out there. To all my gay friends and trans people, uh, trans friends and people in the LGBT community, be careful uh, going out there. To all those of you who think that you should go out and cause trouble, uh, sit your ass at home and shut the fuck up. You're, you're not doing any of us any good. You're hurting society. You're making us look stupid. And you're hurting people. You're taking lives. You're ruining families. Oh, 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 big surprise. Yeah, gay people have families. Trans people have families. They have loved ones. They have significant others. When you take someone's life, you're not only taking that life, but you're ruining someone else's. Just remember that. In my closing thoughts, uh, I know this was a brief episode, but I had to get it off my chest, and I had to, I had to talk with you guys about it. This hate and this division, and and yes, I do believe that a lot of it is coming from the right. Um, I, I don't believe that the left has any intention of causing any of this, and I don't believe that they are causing any of this. The left is 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 always been. Uh, at least for the last several decades, the uh, party that is trying to move towards diversity and inclusion and, and protecting the rights of gay people, gay marriage, um, their, their rights as individuals, their rights in the workplace, their rights to retirement plans, their rights to Social Security, their rights to everything that they should have because they're freaking human beings. There's, there's no reason in the world to have all this hatred. There's none at all. None at all. We're, we're all human beings. We all bleed red. Okay? You know, just, just stop it. Just stop it. It's, it's, it's driving a wedge between all of us. Uh, we've got enough problems out there, people. Food insecurity. Financial insecurities. People that are still making a comeback after the pandemic. We've got enough problems without worrying about this freaking nonsense. It's got to stop. Listen, as I always say, and I say time and time again, I love you all. Take care of each other. 
Take care of yourselves. Until the next time we meet, peace.